Welcome to Movie Talks Podcast. Here we discuss the latest films, classics, and give us honest and inside opinions of what we see. Um, so, moviegoers, today we would be talking about the highly anticipated John Wick 4 and the other series that come along and, you know, kind of discuss like what, how great this movie is. I, I can't, I can't, I, you know, I can't hold it back. Have you noticed that we got our Kevlar suits and our little slick tie coming in here? That means we really like the movie. So, obvi- uh, again, I am Daniel. I'm Fernando. And uh, first of all, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to first start off with our non-spoiler part. So this, don't worry. If you haven't seen the movie, we'll give you our first intake, and then we'll take a little break. Uh, we'll put our pie for our, st- our time stamp in the description. Mm-hmm. And then after that, if you you know come back and listen to it, but we will discuss everything because this movie is wild. It's so wild. Uh, so the one thing I would say, did you know that this movie already made $120 million? Oh, wow. Okay. It made more mo- money than the first John Wick in its entirely film. So over the weekend, it made more than the first John Wick. That's crazy to see. Well, dude, it was a good entertaining movie. It is great. So let's discuss, like, first of all, uh, John uh, Keanu Reeves plays as John Wick, but we have new cast members here. I feel like they switch cast members every movie because everyone just dies. <laughs> well, yeah, that is, well, no, because some, like, we don't know what happened to Holly Berry. I forgot what her name is, but I think John Wick's character is so huge that these are just like yeah, side people. Like, you know, the only person I always remember is the uh, concierge. I don't even know his name is, but that's what his that's what his. Oh name. yeah, uh, and he just passed away. No, not that that one. Um, the main oh the hotel manager I forgot. Yeah, yeah. the concierge. Yes, he did. He played by uh, Lance Riddick. Yeah, and he just passed away. Unfortunately, know. you know they they were actually doing uh, little obituaries and little funerals in 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 the video games. Uh-huh. In, in, De- uh, in Destiny, Destiny 2. I saw it. That was crazy. They were doing vigils uh, online because apparently he loved to play that game. He did. And that was one that was one of his pastimes. Uh, not many, many, many people knew he was one of the... It's a, it's a move game when we're... There's these guardians that, you know, come and you have to do... All, it's like a space war yeah, game. Yeah, space... You know, like Halo. Anyways, so he plays this character called Zavala. Who was the main one of the main people who like you go to and you get missions from him, and it's nice that I mean really it was a really cool thing to see that these guys. What was his name? Zavala. Zavala. No, no, no. His real name Lance what? Oh, Lance Riddick. Lance Riddick. Yeah. So, for all you guys, press F on the keyboard. <laughs> you know, Lance. He, he's a he's a video game lover because he also he comes out in. Uh, what was the futuristic game? Ah, oh, man. Uh, I don't know why I'm spacing out on, on names right now. What was the game about? It's a futuristic where you, there's like uh, cyber dinosaurs and cyber animals. Uh, Dino Crisis? No, not that Turok? one. Turok? No. It was another one. Well, I mean, he wasn't... Here's, here's one thing about Lance. Is Here, he my was point is, great... is like he loves video games and he's in quite a few of them. He is, and he's actually well known for his voice. I mean, his voice is just his his. He has one of those voices in which you can hear, it and you're like, "Ooh, I know that." I don't know where it's from. Like for the longest time, I didn't know who Lance Riddick was, but I know his voice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So 
Yes, I started yeah. to recognize his voice after John Wick because every time I heard him, I I could just like listen like to to the little British accent that he has. I don't know if it's British accent, but his like little accent that his, he does, his deep, sophisticated. Yeah. Well, you know, he. I think one of the roles I remember him was in. Um. Oh God. He, uh. It was a, it was a sci-fi movie. Okay, it will go past. I know. I'll be, I'll come back to it. Uh, but let's talk about the other one, the new uh characters, Donnie Yen plays as Kane, who's again a he, blind badass. A blind martial artist badass. Yeah. Um uh, uh Bill Skarsgard, who plays as a Marquise, who's basically the bad asshole guy. And our favorite, uh Hiroki Sanada. Now he played a small role. He was the hotel manager in Japan. Uh-huh. And I don't know oh, why. Yes. Every single role he does, it's just he's so I feel like he always has like the wise old man that will also kill you, you know. <laughs> if you mess with him, and I love the roles that he plays, Ugh. you know. And he actually came out with the uh, well. He was he got known from the Last Samurai. Yes. After the Last Samurai, he just blew up. He was for, crazy too, because in the Last Samurai, he wasn't the he no he wasn't Ken Watanabe. He was just a warrior badass that we mm -hmm. all. I think he did die. Yeah, he did. Yeah. But yeah, this room from here. And then also this another character, Shamir Anderson, who played as the tracker. He's the guy with the dog. And his okay, first of all, I thought he was gonna have a small I didn't know who if he's gonna be really a character worth even watching. Mm -hmm. But as you go along, you're like, huh, this guy is he's up to something, but you're not sure what. Like what's what's this whole game plan? Because is he in this whole journey He's one of the uh, assassins who is trying to go after John, but he he has chances of killing him, but then he just waits. You know, he's he's the kind of he which he's like an assassin who's just waiting for the right price to kill him and just mm -hmm. like him. Twenty six million doesn't sound good. Maybe uh, 30, 40. Oh my god! Yes, yes. Okay, I spaced out there for a second, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he, he wanted like the forty million, and I didn't even know if he deserved. It. I mean, okay, John Wick. I don't. I didn't realize if he needed. Like, I is he worth twenty six million dollars? John Wick. Yeah, apparently he is. Apparently he's worth fifty, almost fifty. <laughs> <laughs> So this is so uh, to get back with the uh, non-spoiler. This movie is amazing, from cinematography, from I would say fight fight choreographic, yeah, choreography, uh, choreography. Yeah, dude, it's it's amazing. John Wick is one of those movies where it's just everything is impressive. It's just entertainment, like just pure raw entertainment. There is sometimes though. There was one point that me and Ernest, when he was because we both watched it together. And I was like, "This is bull. This is stupid. This is bullshit." You know what? You know which part I'm talking about? <laughs> which one? <laughs> okay, I'll tell you this. There was one scene in which it's like he he should have died or broke. A, there's times where he should have been dead or broke a whole bunch of bones, but he gets walk. He just walks walks it off, and I'm like, "Motherfucker, really?" You know, he makes Chuck Norris look like I know because it's like, like nothing, <laughs> like an like, amateur. Who, <laughs> who'd, who'd win a fight, John Wick or Chuck Norris? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, John Wick makes makes uh, Chuck Norris look like an amateur. Ah, yeah, it does it right. <laughs> he does. You know, I think the most ridiculous scene for me 
was when he jumped off the building, the third story building into the car. That was the same one I was oh, talking about. Yeah, yeah, dude. I think out of the whole movie, that was the part that was like, okay, that's unrealistic. But in reality, in my, in my mind, I was like, okay, everything is about it. It's unrealistic. But this is like overly unrealistic, um, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, it, well, let's talk about what is, so what's happening in this John Wick uh, movie? In this one, so he killed. Um, who did he kill? The last man. So many people. He killed. <laughs> you got to narrow that one down. Okay, no. So in the, in the last one, he got he gets shot by the uh, the the hotel manager, and now he's just like hiding the wind because you know I guess the high table was after him. So mm-hmm. now, in this one, he has to now um, fight his way back and try to get to win back his freedom, like what he's been doing for you know since I don't know season uh, movie. Two, yeah. uh, but it's I guess that this one is against High Table, in which uh, pl- who is the mar- who is played by Bill Skarsgård, Skarsgård, and Skarsgård, I think. Uh, he so sc- he okay so Bill Skarsgård he plays as a does the Marquis, and for some reason he he wants to kill the legend of John Wick, not necessarily just because not only because John Wick has been killed so much people. That I guess okay. This is how I feel. He wants to stop people from attempting to do what John is doing. No, to help him, to dissuade everyone from opening the doors to John Wick. Right, but I mean in that case, but also like you know, kill his name, kill the legend because you know here's here's how I say it. The war of John Wick is such an assassin orderly. Like, there's a top person that no one knows about, and everyone has to just follow orders. And because John did so much chaos within these films, they're like, okay, this guy is not, it's a threat now. Mm-hmm. Because, and this is one thing I've always wondered, like, why are these people having, have such high rules? And they're probably more talented than these people on top who, they don't know who they are. They just, you know, they get a number, a name, and they said, kill this person. Here's the thing: when you're really good at something, you don't you can do it for get away. No, no. <laughs> well, that, but you can get away with a lot of things. And I'll give you the the most silly example that is going to be kind of similar to John Wick, but the closest one was Cristiano Ronaldo, the best soccer player in the world. Okay. They he got paid almost I think, and I'm just, I think it's just like a hundred million dollars and. Don't quote me on it, but they pay him $100 million to go play to Saudi Arabia, right? But in Saudi Arabia, you cannot live with someone if you're not married. Right. That's the rules. So he's so good and so and, and so valuable that the, the Saudi Arabia bent his rules just so that he could live with his wife unmarried, well, with his girlfriend unmarried. Look at this. And this is what... John, what happened in John Wick? He's badass enough. He's so good that he's bending all the rules that little guys would have got would have gotten killed for. Well, that and he just kills whoever comes after him. Exactly. Yeah. But he was able to bend the rules because he was just that good at killing. That's true. Yeah. Well, okay. So let's. What do you think of like how it? Okay. So without. How do you think how how it ended without spoiling? Was it a? a do you, were you satisfied with the ending, or were you just like? Well, 
I mean, because okay, I can't so, say anything without spoiling it. Well, here's the thing: it's it is the last chapter of John, of the John Wick character, right? I mean, we don't know for sure, but there are rumors that there's going to be a couple more movies. Well, okay, so here's the interesting thing about it: uh, the director he actually made he was planning on making John Wick four and then five. Uh-huh. So this is supposed to be a part one and part two. But in one of his interviews, he was saying, well, you know, I, I was struggling make, trying to make them all combined. And I was like, well, you know what? Why don't I just make one good film? Which is such a really... So here's one thing I would say about these this uh, this franchise is that all they care about is making one good movie at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, just like how a Mission Impossible ha- it has been. Just make one good movie at a time. You don't, don't worry about making a franchise. Not like how the MCU is trying to make, connect all this shit together. Mm-hmm. Just... One good movie, entertain people, and you know, look what happens 140 million in one week. And you know, it's John Wick is actually one of the only movies that has not disappointed me in a franchise because er- after every movie, it just keeps stepping up That's every time. One, okay. So let's compare to the other ones because the first one, you, they killed Daisy, you know, and we're like, fuck, fuck these guys, right? We're like, yeah. kill these people. <laughs> And then as it goes along, I mean, these kills has been amped up, you know, yeah. better, oh, faster, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gr- like, grittier. More intense. Yeah, more gruesome, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember watching the third one last night. And the knife scene, oh, my God. I'm like, how the fuck? Like, he actually stabbed the guy in the eye. I'm like, they're not, they're not going to show. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. There's even some things where he did, which I'm like, that would be so cool if he did. Like. He had a knife and he he threw like three knives at him and then stopped, did right in the head. I'm like, that's a fucking video game move. I think that's why I think I think that's why I love this game, this movie or more is because it seems like you're watching a video game in real life. Yeah, one of the g- cool things about that scene that you're talking about is that when he is under stress, yeah, he's not so precise. Because I don't know if you noticed, he threw some knives and he couldn't hit a guy. Yeah, they were just hitting each other. But the moment that he like. He was only focused on one. He got all three of them. Boom, boom, boom. Well, that is, yeah, that is one thing that they did different from the first one. I mean, the first one, it's like headshots, headshots. Well, but again, he was so focused in killing that one kid. There was nothing that was going to stop him, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess, yeah, that makes more sense that when there's so much things going on, he just was just, you know, fighting for his life. Mm-hmm. Oh. He doesn't have like time to focus. Yeah. He doesn't have time to focus to actually kill. But when he focuses on, on one person, it's like one shot, one kill. You know, one thing I, I've, I, I, was, I was just thinking about it is what if they actually inter- put in bullet time in, in this movie? Do you think that would affect your... Elaborate movie? a little bit on bullet time. So bullet time is was made back in the Matrix in which they would slow down the, act- the uh, bullets... Oh, and then okay, that's when okay. he did the, uh, you know, yeah, the, the, dodging the bullets and everything. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, that started a trend of, you know, other movies using it. Uh-huh. And I was just thinking about the same thing about that. Like, uh, there would be time where he could have, they, they could have, say, have like a time where he stopped and showed a focus of everything's going on. Like what Equalizer did. Mm-hmm. And just boom, boom, boom fast. You know, if they did the same thing that they did with the Matrix with the bullets, you know, where they can see like the little wave. Yeah. I don't think we'd be able to see anything because there were so many bullets on that screen. That is true. That is true. <laughs> but I mean, again, it's like it's here's one. Like I said, this director, he was first a chore, uh, he was a fight stunts coordinator, right? Or coordinator, Cho- choreographer. 
No, stunt coordinator. Oh, he was? Or, or fight choreographer, I think. So the, the cool thing is that he took his knowledge and of, here's what I would say about fight scenes. Everything has is, has a rhythm, a timing, and it ha- you ha- the more you the more you show, the less camera fungy things you do to it, people can just it'll be all at it because you can show everything that the actors could do. Mm-hmm. You know, like back in old the um, the old uh, Shaw brothers, you know the old kung fu movies. They only had one camera, so that everything uh, old kung fu movies you have to see everything. So they only use. And then we had this time when we had the Born Identities, and mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if you like those. I love them. But no, I mean the the fight scenes in the movies. I love them. They were so chaotic. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Great movie though. It was a good movie, but again, we saw you know how you saw our Raid Two. Raid Two was another one in which, which one? Raid. Oh, Raid, yes. Yeah, that was a great movie too. Right, and, great fighting scenes. Again, camera was just like. You know, it's probably like a static shot, mm-hmm. and they just let the let them just do a dance because it fighting scene a fight scene is a dance to be honest. Yeah, but here's the thing: if you do it at one camera, like you were mentioning, you have to repeat the scene like over and over and over, like the fight scene, yeah. over and over and over again, just to be able to make so many cuts. And if you mess up in one, you have to start over again. That's why they have to use like three cameras or four cameras at the same time with fight scenes. Well, you know, after a while, it just becomes like you know, after doing it so much, it just becomes like a, a dance like i said just, they just know it by heart plus i mean if you know what you want in a i don't know would you know what you want in a in a fight scene just by pre-planning it well yes i mean if you really plan on it yes otherwise i think it would just be the job of the editor to make sure that it looks good well unless you have something very specific that the director wants to show yeah and yes but if not, it'd be like just cut the just cut the fight scene, make sure it looks good. It's the job of the editor at that point. But there are some scenes in which it's it happens without being planned. Like okay, I'll use an example. Um, the one time when we did that shot with uh, Zachary, you know, when you did that little uh, student film, mm-hmm. and he gets hit hard. And all of us, we were like, we're, we were shocked. We we're like, oh shit, he got hit. Just for a little like background, uh, when I was in film school, that was like. Oh, that was Gosh, a while ago. That was like a while ago. Uh, we were doing like a little f- argument scene where the main character slaps his son. But instead of air slapping him, he actually slapped the hell out of this guy. <laughs> and I remember he got so pissed. Well, I would too. He got so pissed and he started like throwing things around. But it actually looked really good. Yeah, it looked so good. <laughs> That's a take that we actually used. Yes, and, and like that, and I was going to say that like, you we weren't planning that, you can't, you can't duplicate that. But when it happens, things. The one thing I love about film is that sometimes you catch magic out of you know just out of the blue. Yeah, and that was one of the things I thought about in, in you know just in fight scenes in general. And that's one of the things that we talked about with Brandon last time is that sometimes you know the actors just bring something to the table that the director didn't think about. Mm-hmm. You know, they bring their improv skills. And that's, you know, sometimes magic does happen. Like, you know, you hit the actor accidentally and you love their reaction. It was like, we're keeping it. Or the actor just brings something new mm-hmm. that the director didn't think about. And it's like, okay, that's gold. Let, let, let's, let's keep it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but again, but these the, the good thing about this movie is that they had so many good people who knows about fights. Like Donnie Yen, 
I'm pretty sure. Oh my god, he's so good. So he plays as another. He plays as another blind assassin. I loved it. I mean, his character is. It wasn't his character so nuanced because a lot of times you have a character. Because okay, last time you have a character who their their motive is to just complete the mission, kill John, whatever. His he actually his uh what was his name? His name is Kane in this movie. He cared about him, and he was his best friend. And he was like, ugh, like even with the uh, manager in uh in Japan, he was like, he was like, uh, I don't know. Don't what do I it, do. guys. Just 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 oblige. Yeah, he just was do whatever you're asked. Please just do it. And you know some, and I think that was a. I don't even think he was a. See, here's the thing. He was a villain, but not really a villain. He was a villain that they made you care for. Yeah. Which, it's, a, it's a lovable antagonist. Well, yeah, but Bill Skarsgård, oh, I, man, talk about an, a, an entitlement. Arrogant. Arrogant yeah. French asshole. And I, you know what? That's one thing. <laughs> I love that they made him French. <laughs> because if you can think about, they always use German, British. Mm-hmm. But French has a, a unique assholeness <laughs> in villains. <laughs> Because then they can do it elegantly. They're like, oh, yes, I'm going to kill you. And it, it makes being an asshole look fancy. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, cause he, and even his name, the Marquis. like, oh, my the God. The Marquis. The Marquis. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so let's just, was there, well, okay, we can't really talk about any much spoilers. Uh, I watched this on the IMAX. Oh, before we go, I almost forgot. Oh, um, dude, yes. We so, were talking about that earlier. Yeah, so I got... So if you go to uh, AMC's theaters, you can pay for like this uh, little coin thing. And this thing is pretty neat. I mean, I, I was waiting for it to uh, to open it up. Hold on, let me see. But it has so, like four coins in there. Okay, so it's... Uh, you said you bought this with a popcorn, right? Yes. So it's just like a little envelope with a John Wick uh, presentation. And it has four coins from the movie. The ones they actually use. And if you can see right here. I don't know what they're all was. I'm guessing those, but some of them were the, the currency. Yeah, one is the currency. One one is just, I guess, it says Parabellum. Uh, I think this one may have been from uh, the Educator. Uh, and then this one is from the Marquis. And then you have one with John Wick's face. It's actually really freaking cool, man. That is, yeah, I am. I'm. I don't know what I'm going to do yeah, with there it. There you go. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but uh, it's well, you can go take somewhere. it. You can take one of those coins around and start flipping it every oh time you go on the street. You know, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like, uh, no country for old man. I'm like, call oh, it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, if you need to make a decision of yeah. life and death, just flip a coin, man. Oh, even like, you can even like, uh, Two Face. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I would not do that. That would be. That you would can, with this one, you can decide if you want to go John Wick on their ass or not. Oh God. <laughs> you can either do this the good, uh, the easy way or the hard way. You you glared at my dog. You're gonna die. <laughs> uh, okay. So before we go, uh, how would you rate? Okay. So from this, from all the John Wick movies, how would you rate them? Oh boy. And it's one of the things that I I said earlier. Every time I watch a John Wick movie, he just keeps getting better every time. It's one of the only franchises that just hasn't disappointed. So if I can give the first one a ten, I give the second one an eleven, the third one a thirteen, a fourth one a fourteen. Oh, so you you're you're like, this is the best John Wick. A lot of people has been saying it, not only because of the actions, but the 
the other small little things that we'll get, again we'll talk about it in the spoiler part but it, it's more than just a person who's on a mission to kill somebody you know there's a lot of uh you know there's a lot of shots uh, there's a one shot that uh, it's beautiful but there's a lot of um uh metaphors in here and quotes and just how you live your life i think that was one thing that uh uh, Donnie Yen was saying. So if you look back, one of the life lessons that he was talking about and one of the lines that was said about John Wick is that he didn't have a purpose. He said, okay, so this guy is fighting for his life. John Wick is fighting for nothing. But in reality, if you look back to the movie number three or I think movie number two, there's one where he says that John Wick says that he's trying to live to remember his wife. So, yeah. because if he's dead, he won't be able to remember her. And mm-hmm. the only, the only sole reason that he was fighting for is just the memory of his wife. Which is kind of crazy how that escalated that, you know, that fast. From a dog to his wife. Yeah. Well, because the dog, <laughs> the dog meant so much. And I that's it why meant- it was so, it was so crazy of John Wick's first movie of his, he avenged, you know, the death of the dog, which was, hey, it's a dog, but. We all wanted to kill that kid because he was—he wasn't dick. You know, they did a really good job of making assholes feel like assholes in yeah. that movie. In all, and let me see, yeah, in all of them. In all of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, if you—if there was a villain, you really hated the villain. The only time, and which made Donnie Yen's character so unique, in which you're—you're kind of like, okay, this is one thing. By the end of the movie, I didn't know what I wanted to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, but. Because I mean, okay, there's a decision that has been made, and you're you're caught between, do you want, do you which one do you want? That's what I'm gonna say. Okay, we'll say more. We should go back. We should actually start the spoilers pretty soon. Because I don't know. You know, I think let's go to the spoilers already. All right. So, spoiler alert. So spoiler alert. We're giving you guys the time. Uh, if you haven't seen it. You know, stop it. You better watch this fucking movie. This is amazing. <laughs> Come back to us when you watch it. You're going to thank us later. <laughs> and then, you know, and we will talk about everything happens. So last chance, spoilers. The spoilers coming are coming. In three, two, two, one. All right. So we're back with the, uh, now the spoiler review of John Wick. Now we are, it was so hard in the beginning because I we I, I have a hard time keeping stuff. Dude, up. I love this movie. And it, it is so hard to not give it away because there's so many things that are just so good about it. Yeah. So let's start off with the beginning. Now this is one thing okay, so if you want to talk about something that I didn't like, this was a slow, slow beginning. Yeah, no, I didn't know. Because that. even when they're racing in the uh, desert, I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Like, where are we? How did he go from? Because he's like first he's in the he's in the sewers with the Rat King. I think it's called the Rat King. Mm-hmm. And he now he's in the desert shooting these people. Which I'm like, okay, what's going on, right? Then he finally goes to the very and then it's the high table, which I forgot who this guy was uh, from the third movie. But it's the guy who cut his finger. Yeah, and he's trying to get his freedom done. He's after that he's like, eh, no. I think he was a, an elder of the the high table. Right. Well, of course, John Wick's like, yeah, yeah. Because he died. He's like, yeah, well, I'm going to kill you anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking John Wick. He just kills everything along his path. It's crazy. Which is weird. because, And then that escalated with, you know, the rest of the movie. Uh, So that's one thing I, I, I was, I'll, I'm kind of like, you know, not 
Like it was kind of, it's okay. This movie ran for two hours and 45 minutes. And that was a pretty long movie. That the beginning part, I was just like, Oh my God, where is this movie going to go? Cause I'm like, I, I, it didn't, the movie for me didn't start until the hotel scene, the Japanese hotel scene, mm-hmm. the continent, mm-hmm. the continent of Japan. And okay. So the continent of Japan is run by Hikiru Sanada, which is because, which we, you know, we talked about, um, he, you know, he did a lot of, you know, he was in uh, what's that? Bullet Train, Last Samurai. Last Samurai. And oh, okay, the best shot in there. There's a scene in which, and you know this scene. John Wick is sitting. He's on the uh, on the hotel um, last floor and on the roof. And there is a I don't know if it's color grading, or if probably is, but there's a neon light of the cherry blossom, and it goes into right into in front of John Wick. And I looked at him like, oh, he's gonna die. Cause you know how death, light, and everything like it, that, that just signified. It seems for me that he was going to, like that's this is. I last did movie. not see that. But I just the shot, just the shot itself is gorgeous. I'm like, how? How I mean, did I not see that? That was right before the daughter. That's right before uh, uh, Hiroki mm-hmm. came and see him. It's like that one shot. Okay, so here's the thing about me: if I really like a movie, I'm gonna dive into the story. Yeah. If I don't like a movie, I'm going to start tearing it apart technically. Editing, cinematography, direction. I'm going to start tearing it apart. But with these movies, every time I see them, it's like I just dive into the story. And it's just mm. so entertaining. Which is why I probably didn't notice that shot. Oh Well, I only noticed that shot because I love Cherry Blossoms. And I just mm. thought, I was thinking, like, why is it there? Like, do you know, My whole thing about movies is why do they, because there's a reason why they place things. Right, mm-hmm. and when they did that, that was like I was like, wow, that is such a unique shot. Mm-hmm. So, in, in later on that, there's a big fight scene, and oh my god, the thing about I love like I said like I always say about John Wick's is that this escalated better. Like the the fight scenes, how gritty it is because in the first one it's just people with no armor. Now there's Kevlar suits, you know, like the one I'm wearing, <laughs> and then same same. same. Then in the third one, there's these guys with full armor and headgear, and you're like, how the fuck do you kill these people? It took a while. You I have mean, to shoot them like ten times each person. Well, that and you have to be up close. So now you see John Wick's like the the skill levels of his opponent opponents. It's mm-hmm. just it's just harder. There's bigger guys. The the high uh, the high table guys. What do you think of okay? What do you think of the high table soldier? I guess soldiers. Would you call them? I think they have a special name, but I can't remember what they're called. Um, but I did think that the high table or the other one, high tables. You mean the guys in the Kevlar and and, yeah. the, and the armor? Yeah, I think they were great. The one thing I was weird that always kind of like they always have to go for the neck. Well, not only that, but they keep on like using their suits as like a, a, a cape. Like they have to like go like this, and I'm like, that's that's kind of odd. But oh, I but you mean like. Okay, no, no, no. Those are the, from the Marquis. Yeah, the Marquis. Yeah, those are the soldiers from the Marquis. So oh, they're okay, using yeah. the suits as Kevlar. Yeah. And this that's exactly what John Wick was doing, you know, the whole time. He was covering himself with, with his jacket. Yeah, I, I thought that was unique in a way. But it, again, I was just like, well, okay, I get it. But, you know, the, how the bullets don't even hit them. They're just like, yeah, just, just I can it block ju- it. It just sounds like yeah. they're hitting metal. Yeah. But yet, you know, so that was kind of that was that kind of threw me off. But I'm like, oh my god, the fight scenes each time because now John has to get closer. He has, he has the nunchuck scene that he did later on. That was very impressive. 
I mean, nunchucks normally is like an elegant weapon, but he just like whacks him with it so hard. Oh, well, that's no, that's the whole point of uh, the nunchucks. The nunchucks. That's the whole point. That's no. how you fight with them. Well, okay, here's my point. I I know Ninja Turtles with my guy using him, so that's how <laughs> you, I always. You're you have you you have a perspective of nunchucks as a PG thirteen viewer. Yes, I do. I never seen it as brutal as that. I'm like, what? God damn you! That you know, I've never seen the nunchucks be used for real like the way that John Wick used the nunchucks. I don't think I've ever seen it. That's what I'm saying. It was so, it it it's so bad because you not, not not bad bad it's so badass because. He used it how you would want to kill somebody. Exactly. And, and like fact, in a real fight. Yeah. But uh, so later on that. So what do you think about his, uh, the daughter, the concierge's daughter, Mia? I think she was a little bitch. She was. <laughs> but you know what? She cared about her, about her dad. And that, that's the only thing that she cared about, her family. And see, that's the other, see, like I said, all these different characters have different motives. Mm-hmm. It's not all just. It wasn't just all about John. Like, oh, I know. Every single character had depth, and and, and for her, it's uh, protecting her father or trying to. Because she knew at some point that when she saw John, she's like, "Oh fuck, something's going." It's pretty go much like death is at our door. Yeah, that's what basic she do. Like she, yeah. she t- even told her father. She's just like, you know, tell him to leave. He can't be here. Look, look, look what's death always follows him. Mm-hmm. You know. But her fight scenes are was incredible too. There's one scene that uh, that I was first was like, okay, whatever. But when she was fighting that guy, she had the two knives, and she was going up the stairs, just crawling up his back, and then, then after that, slicing his neck. I was like, God damn, that mutt, that hurt. Like that hurt. Oh my me. god, yes. When I when I saw her just climbing up the guy yeah. with her with the knives, I was like, wow, that is impressive. Because it's something that you like thinking that's practical. <laughs> but god damn that hurt. that would hurt yeah and here's the thing with with john wick all the fight scenes we've never seen anything like it no which is why we don't mind it being silly because we're still impressed by how good these fight scenes are like that scene that you're talking about where the girl is just climbing up the big guy through his back with the knives just yeah. clawing her way up to him because that was a big guy that was a really big guy compared to this like little japanese girl and just to see her like start climbing from his legs all the way to his to his back, just going with the, with the knives, I was I was wowed by that. Oh, so was I. I was like, wow, that's that's new. Uh huh. You know, I, I, for a person who's seen so many action movies and seeing old kung fu movies, to be impressed by that, I and mean, doesn't um, to be impressed by that, I'm like, wow, like that's that I've never seen. Like you, you know, it's hard to say you've never seen that, and mm-hmm. yet that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, there's even one scene in which uh, they're on the roof and John's f- killing somebody and she hits a, uh, she shoots an arrow in his knee out of nowhere. And then John hits him in the eye. I'm like, wow, that I did not expect that. That is fucking awesome. I would I would expect that. I would, you know, you expect some things to happen and then they just escalate it to 100. <laughs> you know, my favorite my favorite scene out of the whole movie was that aerial shot. Oh, OK. So we'll through talk the, through the roof. Okay, so wait, what are you talking about? You talking about the, in the apartment? Yeah. Okay, so let's go with that because we're talking about all action. I didn't, I didn't see that. I did not see that coming, because the way this movie started is that he's going up the stairs, and then he's you see all these guys like on t- on top of the stairs, waiting to shoot him, and 
I didn't even know when he got that shotgun. That was the other thing. The Cinerati shotgun. The yeah. flame. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, boom, bird's eye view. That was so impressive. I'm sorry, but that is probably one of the most impressive scenes I have seen in, in, in Hollywood. Now, do you think that was a long take? Yeah. I mean, everything, there was, I, don't, I didn't see one single cut. And the thing about, the first thing that I thought of was all tw- was uh, twin shooters. Twin stick shooters, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, when someone was saying uh, Hotline Miami, I was saying Smash TV. It's like one of those movies that it was a video game, mm-hmm. and every single thing you can think of him hiding behind it, and then every time he shoots a person with a shotgun, I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> and we've we have never seen an incendiary shotgun on TV before. I've never seen it, and that the incendiary shotgun in the dark because that was in the dark yeah looks so impressive now, i don't even know if that's a real ammo no it exists it actually exists but the way they oh it was it was beautiful here's a question why haven't we seen no, that that shotgun because hollywood just wants to the same recycled shit every time oh and you know and this is why i said like this movie keeps meeting my expectations because it's something it's like a brand new fight scene every time i know they bring something new and that one was i mean in the last one it was the dog scene the dog scene with Which, holly berry where oh it, yes that was very impressive on how she used the dogs yeah, and that, the choreograph again for me i like i said i always I keep on saying fight scenes has to be a time and rhythm thing and every single time you can see, you can see the the, the clocking, the gun, and you see someone around. I was, I swear to God, in that scene that we're talking about, the roof the, in the apartment, I was like looking all over the screen, like what the hell is going on? And everything made sense. You have like someone going through the walls. You have him seeing somebody. He shoots through the walls. I'm like, holy shit! Look, when I was when I got done watching the movie, I didn't realize what was my favorite part about it. I didn't, I didn't think of it. Until my brother said something, it's like that aerial shot. And then I thought I was like, wow, it was. You know what? They did it twice. When? They did it twice. They did it first when they did, um, when he first came up the stairs. Uh-huh. And then they did, then they had a cutscene back where I think he was fighting um, the tracker. And then they went back to that again. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, give me more of that. Give me more yeah. of that stuff. I don't know. Oh, man. Was, that movie was just so good. That movie was just so good that it's really hard for me to pick which one was the best part. But yes, the most impressive one, and that's because my brother mentioned it to me. Otherwise, I still would be in shock right now by how much good stuff I I was able to see from that movie. Mm. But the incendiary shotguns, oh my God. Now, what do you think about the whole world of John Wick of how... Because, again, we talked about how like it's, it's, you know, there's classes and stuff like that. This is a world in which I don't understand how how there's no cops in this world. Because hmm. I mean, okay, so there's a scene in which he kills a whole bunch of people in the I think it's called I think the place is called the Paris Gate, you know, in the road, and you just see bodies drops one another another another, and I'm like, okay, that's a lot to clean up the next day. In the Arc of Triumph. Oh, the, is it called the Arc of Triumph? Yeah. Okay, because I was like, okay, I was thinking, what the hell that place is. Yeah, it's in, in France. But as I'm watching it, I'm like, holy God, can oh, you Come imagine? on, bro. We have one of those here in Vegas. We have the, 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 the miniature version. I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not French. I, why, why do I care about this stuff? <laughs> you have a French, uh, they have the Paris Hotel here. 
Oh, that is true. Okay. <laughs> you got to visit, at least if you're not going to go to Paris, yeah, you got to visit the Paris Hotel and Casino. <laughs> isn't that the most weirdest thing? Like, again, it's John Wilkes World. But there is so much people dying in here. I mean, I think he killed over, what, 300 people in the last movie. I don't, I was You know, you, we should have a shot every time he kills someone. Oh, my God. <laughs> a shot of tequila. You, can you imagine being, can, can you imagine being the clean, cleanup crew? You're like, fuck. <laughs> I guess John Wick's back in town again. <laughs> the community service guys. Yeah, you just pe- see people just picking up in shovels, like you know, because in the first the John truckloads. Because the first John Wick, right? Remember, remember, he kills the people in the house, then he calls a service, and then they come and then they pick the bodies in the body bag, right? <laughs> and this one, they're like, yeah, just fuck it, man. We we'll just leave them on the streets. I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, it makes you wonder where's the government, you know, where or because there's a couple of things that I've wondered about. If there's like an evil league of people, like they are, you know, the high table. I wonder if it was like a good league, you know, like of superheroes. Oh God, yeah, or like special forces units, like a yeah. Chris, Chris Redfield from. Uh, because this is like an underground thing, so it makes me wonder if there's like a superhero. You know what? Table. There probably was, but John Wick killed him. <laughs> yeah. Can you, yeah. like, like, uh, I mean, imagine that's just one guy. Then we, then we meet the tracker who was, I don't know if he's just as good as him, but he's, he was pretty much, he was a pretty badass. Mm-hmm. The only thing I was wondering is, did he have a shotgun as a we- as his main weapon? It was, it was a marksman, I think. I think that's what it was. It was a marksman gun. Okay, because, yeah. Because you had to put bullets. I think he was putting bullets on them. Okay, because, yeah, he, he made some long-distance shots. I'm like, how the fuck did you make that shot? Yeah, it's a marksman because he had to put, like, five bullets, I think, every time, five or six. But it wasn't, like, shotgun shells. It was just bullets. No, what do you think of his his character as, you know, he, he kept on calling himself Mr. Nobody. And, like, did you, was he in... Again, he was. I think he was an underused character. No, I think he was actually used a good amount of time enough. But what was he had no purpose in it, in here? No, he was just like a lost puppy, like yeah, with no I, direction. He was just like, oh, oh, okay. Like he was just there for the money. He was, but he didn't like he didn't get anything. Now he's just like, because at the end, at the end of where there's a duel. He just sits there and he's just like, well, Enjoys I, guess it. I'll wa- I guess I'll just watch it. Well, well he, he was another pet lover, you know, oh. and, which is why John Wick understands. That's why he saved the dog. So what do you think of that? Okay, so there's a scene in which uh, one of the, um, the Marquis' main henchmen has a gun. He's about to kill another dog. I another dog. And I, I swear to God, I'm watching. I'm like, they're not going to really do this, huh? No, oh, and then the dog, wait. and then John he kills him. Like, I'm, you sure? You know what's funny thing about that? We saw this on Saturday, Friday night, and it was a full crowd of in the theater, and people cheered <laughs> at that scene when they when he shot the the, the, the guy the to save, yeah to save the dog, and I was like, wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the love of that's another thing about this movie, and you know, I think Endgame was the same thing, where the crowd gets into it. And you're just like, wow, I missed this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, again, uh, Shamir, I mean, do you, I hope they, I'm kind of hoping that there, he's in another John Wick movie, maybe another spinoff, maybe just mention, because they are doing spinoffs in this movie. Here's a, I, I don't think he's dead. You were asking me that earlier. Okay, so. And now that we're in the spoilers, 
I don't think he's dead, and I'll tell you why. It was just very subtle, and I don't know if you saw it, but the dog looked away. When they put John Wick's name, and then they switched to the dog, and he looks over somewhere else, and the, and the dog starts, like, weeping. So let's talk crying. about let's talk about how did this movie end? Okay, again, it, you wouldn't. Let's talk about how the whole ending. So at the end, the whole point of this is John finally goes back into his, uh, I guess, family that he was in before. The Romaruska. Oh, there you go. See, mm-hmm. I would never say that. Uh, and then he actually, in the old ways, he can actually challenge a duel with Bill Skarsgård's character, the Marquise. Um, you know and. Oh my god! Okay, so before we I, I, <laughs> no, I, I'm gonna tell the whole part of this. But there's a scene in which they have to say they have to like tell like the terms of the uh, duel. That is such a cool way of doing it, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Because first of all, each person gets a choice, but by flipping a card, depending on the number on the card, is whether you get your wishes or not. See, that's the one thing about I love about this world that there's rules. And there's a unique unique way of them setting it. Mm-hmm. And Even it, if you're an assassin, you still have your rules. You still have a particular rule. And there's a guy, I don't know, I forgot what his name was. But he was the guy who was, you know, kind of like overseeing everything. Mm-hmm. And he was such a proper dude. I mean, of course, there's he, Bill Scar, you know, he tried to cheat. The rules of old. The rules of old. But so he gets into the duel. And Bill's like, I ain't gonna. He's he tells us the Marquis. He's like, I'm not gonna do this. We'll send Donnie in. Which, again, why would you send a blind guy to go to a gun duel? Well, did you see what that blind guy did? Okay, so, <laughs> okay, so getting to this, he, so when John John has to go there, they they want to meet in Sunrise, and of course the Marquis. He's just like he tells everyone. He's he makes this announcement, which. I kind of was irritated of it because I thought it was very, I want to say portent. I'm like, not cliche. It's just like, why did you do that? You don't, you didn't have to do it. But he puts in a reference from the Warriors. And if you ever seen the movie Warriors, uh, there was a, a DJ. So there was a, actually a hit call for the Warriors in this movie. And the way they kind of communicate is through radio. Because, of course, this is the 70s. So they had this lady who goes on the radio and then, you know, says, hey, there's a hit. Oh, there's a hit on John about. Wick. And I'm like, OK, so I, as soon as they did that, I'm like, oh, my God, I know where this is from. And once and if the, if a reference is too noticeable for me, that's what I don't like. I'm like, OK, why did you do that? Because that's just and then so they announced. So, again, so I'll, I'm not I'll go back to it. So now they announced John Wick's name on it and they said 26 million and they put on fucking no way to run right and i heard that i'm like oh, this is fucking stupid see and this is why i have i love it but at this one scene kind of threw me off because i'm like dude why it was perfect and then you did something so cheesy mm-hmm. like they start narrating exactly what's happening as it's happening yeah well that one yeah again that and again that happened in the warriors if, if there's a if there's a movie reference that's so obvious it just it threw me off in a little bit. I think it was unnecessary, but at the same time, it's a way to cheat and be able to tell everyone where John Wick is. Correct, but again, it was it, again for me. It's because of how I uh, the Warriors is not the movie Warriors is not a significant film for me. But again, I saw it so easy. I'm like, okay, I, I for me, I thought, why couldn't you think of something else? 
you know, that, <laughs> me personally. It was it was fine. It was kind of like canty, but whatever. But you know what? Me as a person that has not seen the Warriors or Warriors, uh, Warriors, Warriors. Um, I thought it was okay. I'm, I didn't think it was absolutely necessary, but I thought it was okay. Yeah, I, I, I can see. I mean, it's John Wick, so it's okay. I think I can I can live with this. It was yeah, it it was fine. I was just that uh, I was thinking, okay, well, let's all have all the gangs come out again, in which they had all mm. the gangs in in there, and I was just like, okay, now the movie just threw me into another warp. You know, another one, it, another impressive scene is when he got thrown down the stairs at the end. Oh, okay. So we oh, we get, we'll get to that. So he has to, so he has to make it to the hotel, and at the very end, there was a hundred, hundred eighty steps. I don't know how many. There was were, a lot. I, I, dude, I just saw him fall down all those stairs right after. So he goes all this up the stairs, killing all these people. And then the main Marquis guy who's been haunting him this whole time just kicks put, him. Yeah, just kicks him down. And he starts rolling all the way down the stairs. Dude, that's another part that was like very unrealistic. But it wasn't as bad as when he fell off the hotel. Oh, the third story? Yeah, the third story. So me seeing him fall, I was like, wow. I mean, he should have snapped something at least. Yeah. But, but no, he just got up, like shook it off and be like, okay, back up, guys. All right. Let's kill some more people. You know, I would be more happy if he ate a mushroom and then, you know, got another boost or something. Or, you know, or, or like in a crank. Some you know, adrenaline. Adrenaline. Something. But uh, no, he's like, okay, guys, here you go, here I go killing again. I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I just, I'll just walk it off. <laughs> and by the way, what I just did right now is a Rick and Morty reference about an assassin. There's like, that is a very nice, a very polite. Who? Uh, it's like this bug. But oh, yes, right. Rick. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, here I go killing again, guys!" And that's <laughs> what I thought when I saw John Wick getting up the stairs. I'd be like, "All right, here I go again. Let's go kill some more people. Let's kill more." And this is after I think that's after the apartment scene, right? Yeah, that's right before I, I, he gets a little through. bit afterwards. So this whole thing with him going up the stairs and then Donnie, so and then Donnie coming in and saving he, so he gets he he gets knocked. Okay, let's, let's go back. He. He goes up the stairs, get knocked off by the Marquise's henchman, then has to go up again. And I swear to God, when he gets knocked down, again, another one thing I love about movie theaters, the crowd was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I heard that. I'm like, wow. Like, how? And we're all watching. Okay. We're all watching. And people are like, okay, is he going to make it? Is he going to make it? And we're like, of course he's going to make it. But how is he going to make it? Mm-hmm. So... At the finally, finally end, he goes to the church and he meets the Marquise. And we'll, we'll talk about this duel. This duel, I thought, see, when I first started, when they're Donnie Yen and uh, John Wick had those guns, I thought they were going to just shoot the Marquise and just get that over with. No, this was just like a Mexican standoff. Yeah, pretty much. Because they all had one gun, one, one bullet, bullet, and one shot, and it was like 20 paces, and then each time they make a shot and no one dies. They if they didn't kill each other, yeah, you have to move in 10 spaces. So, 10 steps. Here's one thing I remember, and this is what I thought, my, my thought process, is that they're gonna, they're not gonna kill each other. They're gonna just shoot each other, like, you know, like not mortally wounded uh, shots, just shoot each other because they're friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh yeah, look, stomach, okay. Side arm, okay. And then John gets hit by one gunshot from Donnie Yen. I'm like, oh, fuck, dude, he's going to die? Like, really, I had, I had that thought. Okay, so at this end, too, the, he, the whole thing of if Donnie Yen does not kill John, 
then his daughter dies, right? And of course, we're like, oh, fuck, well, John, I guess he got to bite the bullet. I don't want this girl to die. Because, you know, Donnie Yen's, again, Donnie Yen's character, you felt for his pain because if he didn't, he didn't want to kill John. He had to do it to save his daughter. You know, the price to pay for being in this league is like a life for a life. I think that's the life, a death, a life for a death or a death for a life. I forgot what it, what, the, what was the quote. Mm, I don't remember. But um, he, so at this point, I was like, okay, I don't, Don, Donnie and it's okay if you kill John. <laughs> you know really oh you know you know i i did feel about that i i again you also don't know how are they going to turn this around because i thought again as they first started i thought they was going to kill the marquis but they were going going through with it and just i'm just like okay how is this going to work and then the last shot then the fucking marquis comes and gets a bullet i'm like oh they're not going to let them kill them like this and then finally uh the uh, well you didn't hear the his gun didn't go off Right, but I thought, that? yeah, but I thought like, okay, he's you know he's dead. Like this is how they're gonna end it, and the stupid hotel manager's like, well, did you hear John's gun? You arrogant asshole! I think that's what he said. Yeah. Oh, you arrogant fool! And then John just blows his head off, and I'm just thinking like, okay, good, like you know, good story, taxis <laughs> up, and then John goes down the stairs and he pulls a fucking cowboy bebop to me, where he just dies. And I yeah. thought that they should have ended that way, but of course, then there's the uh, the funeral, and so I wouldn't call it a funeral. It was more like a couple of friends visiting the grave. Yeah, and okay, so so now that we get to that part of you don't think John died. I don't. I don't think he died either. Mm-mm. Because and I don't think he died because they said that we're gonna make like six movies. So I have my high hopes that he's not dead. I don't think he died because where the shots were. Because in the second one, where he he gets um healed, he gets uh patched up by the doctor, the Asian doctor. He shoots him in the shoulder, the stomach, and he's like, "Okay, well, you know, I can feel better after." So I'm thinking, you know, if these guys were friends, they would know not to know where to shoot, where's a you know where to shoot, but let them be alive. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, when I see John's shots, I'm like, ah, that's not that bad it's not it's not by the gut it's not by the stomach you know you didn't look too serious yeah mm-hmm. i mean he shot him the shoulder his arms arms i thought that he might be he may have gotten shot in the pancreas for some reason oh. it's very specific but yeah <laughs> but here's the other thing too which i don't understand this is why i'm getting mad he fell from a third story building he he <laughs> fell downstairs 80 stairs <laughs> all right he got shot up for how many times, and he gets shot by one freaking bullet in the stomach. I'm like, bull out. This is why I was like, bullshit, John. Get the fuck back up. This is not how it's gonna end. And surprisingly, he never got shot in the head. He never gets shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they have, out of all those bullets, he should have gotten shot in the head. Well, because look, with like, all yeah. the professional well, killers. Okay, look, 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 look. This is how it does. <laughs> look, look. I am putting my I'm putting my suit over my face. This is how much room it can. Yeah, this is blocking and shooting it. But that's what Fury Again, you had to suspend your belief in John in John Wick movies. But again, you don't. You're along with the ride, so you don't care. Overall. What would you rate this movie? 
Instant classic? Oh, no, this is an instant classic. This is, uh, I'll say this. For me, this is not better than one. One is a classic classic where it will always bear, be, you know, forever be in my ooh, top 10 action movies of all time. Mm-hmm. I, I say action movies because I have to genre, genreize my, my best mm-hmm. uh, list. Um, this one would be my top 20. It is uh it is a great movie. It does it is something where you I would say full bull if you can watch this in IMAX, watch it in IMAX. Pay full price, watch it with your don't watch it with your girlfriend. Watch it with your, a group of people <laughs> that you like, that you that would actually enjoy having a good time with. Because well, this what, is what's wrong with watching it with your girlfriend? What you doing? Maybe there'd be guys that want to take their girlfriends. You know, they may fall asleep in the theaters, but Well, <laughs> Have a good time watching this movie, with <laughs> whether you do it or not. Uh, it, again, this is a if this is a the last movie of it, I wouldn't be mad about it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I need any more. John. I mean, I would love to have more John Wick, but if this is the end, that's fine. I would love to keep watching him not die. <laughs> fall downstairs um oh wait before i get to before we i know we, we kind of want to go through this what do you think of the club scene this is another there's a lot of see, this is again a lot of oh movies where there was great things happen but then it was like what it tripped me out is when john's fighting now do you know who the actor is yeah he was fighting yeah. scott atkins scott atkins yeah. i didn't know that i'm like this guy i is saw funny. him it's like wow I, it's familiar and then i put it two and two together when he started fighting i was like scott I mean, he started doing roundhouse kicks, and he's just like beating the fuck out of John. And it's a again another beautiful fucking shot. I mean, the whole the whole yeah. scene was beautiful because it had the neon lights, the water, and apparently, uh, no one cares in Germany if you fight and, <laughs> and kill people in a club because in front hey, of them, <laughs> they're like, hey man, this was there's free booze. Why don't we just? Oh, hey, this is this is Germany. Yeah, Germany. <laughs> we just do it or whatever we want. But besides, again, besides that, the actions are so tight in here, and again, he went with the, with that with the axe he had. Oh, brutal, brutal! That I again, that's my third best scene, well, the second best scene. I love that movie. The the apartment scene, the overhead shot. That's the best. In fact, I'll I'll give you this. That shot is the best shot I've seen in the action movie. Yeah, no, I. Well, I don't know. <sighs> and it's not recently bought. Look, it's, it's it, the thing is about it's so brand new, yeah, and so unique, and there's so many pieces going on. Because most time in the action scene, you see like one person, and you're following that. But for to have this in which you're looking on your left and you're looking at everywhere else, where are these people coming from? And then you see like blaze of lights coming out of nowhere. I'm like, whoa, that's yeah. No, it, it is very impressive. Is extremely impressive, actually, and I'm really happy I saw that. That is, I mean, something which I don't ever want to see again. I don't want to see it as a gimmick. That's my point. Well, here's the thing: you don't want other people to copy it. Copy in bad way. Yeah, because this like really sets the standard of a fight scene with incendiary bullets. Let me ask you this: Is this series? Does it make does it raise a standard in all action movies for you now? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. If it's gonna be ridiculous, it better get, better be good kind of ridiculous. And this is one thing I I'm thinking like, man, you don't have to be a director or someone who knows. I mean, to just know how to set a scene and how to put things together. 
as a as a stunt coordinator, he did. I can't wait for his next project. I don't know what mm-hmm. he will do. I hope it's not Fast and the Furious. Please stay out of that. <laughs> Fast and Furious Fifteen. Oh my god. <laughs> In fact, watch they're gonna they're, they're gonna copy that fucking shot. And I'm like, God damn it, you sold out. But they're gonna do it with cars now. Oh my god! <laughs> Shoot him, uh, incendiary bullets from the car. <laughs> oh god! And John Wick's like, don't touch my family. <laughs> uh, so okay, so before we go off, there will be two spinoffs that we know of called the Ballerina. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you looking forward to? You know what that's one? No. So you know, in John Wick, in the, I think the second one where he does a ballerina on the stage, well, um. Anna Dea, right? I can never say her name. Anna Dea, the one who was in um, uh, Blood uh, Blade Runner two thousand twenty four. Yeah, Anna the Armas. Armas. I don't know why. Uh, she's gonna be starring in that as the baller, baller, ballerina. She's no gonna way. be an assassin ballerina, and apparently, again, okay, oh, hopefully there will not be no dogs dying in this movie. I know that would piss off the maybe. Fans. Maybe it's gonna be cats. <laughs> I don't know. An a, a ape or something. I don't know, but no, uh, that's coming out pretty soon. There is, I think they already finished shooting that, and the Continental is it, It's gonna be the hotel managers and how he starts, you know, becoming how he gets his hotel. It's it's gonna be a TV show, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm very interested in that. Again, the world of John John Wick is so unique and so much. There's so many questions that. I would love to be in this world. This it's a world that you want to be in, but not live in. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because fuck that. If I had to go up every day, I'd be like, fuck. If I had to like face the uh, the high table every single day. Oh, I know. I'm talking as a bystander, just walking on the street. Like, oh, I guess someone died. You know, I guess John Wick's back in town. There's bodies everywhere. <laughs> oh, John Wick was just swinging by. Can no, you, nothing new. Can you imagine, like? That in in that world, that's the best job in the world to be in. You know, a morgue, a morgue, you know, working for the morgue or, you know, <laughs> picking up bodies. I mean, it's the shittiest job because you're like, fuck, I can grab the other end. But it would be good business. Yeah, especially if you're being paid in gold coins. Mm-hmm. So okay, so I guess that's how we're gonna end it. Uh, anything more to? Uh, oh, there was a post. Well, I, I, okay, so we left before the post credit scene. Mm-hmm. Did you stay? I didn't even know there was one. I didn't know either, but they, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about another one uh, later on because I didn't get it. I mean, I know the, it just talked about the ballerinas and stuff like that, but I don't think there's anything really new on John Wick's. Uh, I'm going to have to YouTube it and, and watch that post credit scene because I yeah, I totally missed it. I didn't know there was going to be one. I know. This move. Did it move? Did this, did this movie feel like two hours and forty five minutes? Not at all. It felt like forty five minutes. I wish like I could. Avatar. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't. I didn't want to be three hours in this movie. I think the, the the original time was four hours long. I think that would be too long. I think this is a perfect. You know, I would have been okay watching it to be honest. Just, how much more is? How much more people did he have to die? Is it, another hour is probably another hundred hundred people. i'll make it at least an even 200 (laughs) Uh, okay so we'll we'll end with that i mean i don't unless you have anything else more to say there's always so much i can say but i have to rewatch it again for the finer details well you're you are saying this is an instant classic oh yeah i mean in fact this is not many movies will i be willing to watch 
twice. I'll actually watch this three times. Oh yeah. I mean, if you know, not. I've seen all the John Wick's movies multiple times too. Really? Oh yeah. Wait, I mean, in theaters or at home? No, at home. Oh no, I mean, this is. Would you watch this in theaters? Oh yeah, yeah. I'd say at least you can watch this twice and enjoy it. After the third time, you're like, okay, you know, whatever. But I love this movie. Will this win any awards? No. No. But (laughs) this comes to say that should there be a stunt? Uh, category in the Oscars. You know, that's been talked about for a long time and they should because those guys, man, they take some beatings. Yeah. Like the stunt doubles that fell down those stairs for Keanu Reeves. Wait, my wait a God. Minute. He didn't do it himself? God damn. Keanu. <laughs> you lost some points for me. No, I'm just kidding. That's fine. I know, of course. They. I think there should be. I don't think there's enough. I think there should be I think there's more enough movies with the standard and they actually... Because here's the thing. The Academy are so niche and they want to have everything just the old ways, like the high table, that to bring something new, it has to be something great. And I think this would be the... With this being the standard of the new action movies, I think this might actually push stunt coordinators and the stunt categories mm-hmm. to come out because, oh my God. They deserve it. Yeah, and I can't wait to see more of this world. Mm-hmm. So anything else for you? That's it for me. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. We hope uh, hope you enjoy our discussions. Uh, give us your feedbacks and tell us your favorite action movies. And uh, don't forget to subscribe, turn on your notifications to keep update with our latest episodes. And follow us on all our social medias. I mean, I, I think we try to put them on our you know, on either on uh, iTunes, uh, Spotify. So we're in Apple Podcast, Spotify, and iHeartRadio yes. for the podcast, and fa- and uh, Instagram, and hopefully soon TikTok. Yes, we will have a, a hopefully a hub. Mm-hmm. But again, always until we see you next time. Good night and bye. Right, bye bye, guys. Bye.